You're about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimakide of the household of David. Be blessed. Praise the Lord. <laughs> All right, we said we'll be taking some questions today, right? So, uh, for four weeks, okay, today is the fourth week, or let's say for three weeks, we've been talking about the Christian family. And first service, I've been talking to singles about some important things. And second service, I've been talking to married people about marriage from God's uh, perspective, from God's word. And uh, if you are coming for the first time, you will need to get all the messages. We have said so many things that I, I said from the beginning that the last Sunday will be to try and answer some questions. So if you want to ask a question, you don't need to put your name. You can just ask the ushers to give you papers. We have said many things. Now, if you have been listening to me, although we've done our part by just praying for you, if you have been listening to me and you are still bound by your tradition and your own way of thinking, you know, there are, there are many people who will refuse to submit to the Word of God. They are an authority on their own. When I go for personal evangelism, I don't argue with people. Some people are set in their ways. And the only thing you can do is just to pray for them. Now, there are people in the church... There are two kinds. Some don't even believe the word of God anyway. They believe in their ways of tackling issues. Some believe in the word of God, but to practice is problem. There should not be any Christian home having any issues at all. Whatever you see problem in a Christian home, it is because one of the people have refused to submit to the authority of the word of God. That's all. There are no 20 steps or 30 principles. If you are not living by the fruit of the Spirit, it becomes very difficult. It will manifest more in marriage. And one of the things that we need to get, which is just the only thing, you know, we can take almost six months to talk about this. Because I, all I've said so far, they've been on foundation. I've not even talked about um, what next after the foundation. Some things are sex and some other things, but... Uh, for singles, I'm assuming I'm talking to single people now. We didn't even talk about appearance and all those things. But we have to talk about the more important things that will be uh, uh, the system software which application software can run on. So all of that things that people talk more about in marriage seminars, they are not as important as some other things that we should look at first. And we have looked at a good part of those things. Hallelujah. So I know that many of you have been following me for weeks now. So by now, you should have received enough. And then you should have light to understand who to get along with and who not to get along with. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, we are not hearers only, we are doers. Praise the Lord. We are not hearers only, we are doers. And if you have some major issues in your life and they are not dealt with, they are going to create more problems. If you are a woman and you are materialistic, you will have problems. Until you deal with that thing. If you are a man and everything is scared, looks like you should sleep with you, get, you are going to get into trouble. Your decision will not be influenced by the spirit. It will be from the flesh. And it will bat flesh at the end of the day. So we've, we've spoken about many things. But, uh, uh, and... <laughs> I've said many things. So, please, I think some motions are with paper. I said that that's what I want to do today. You can ask, you can ask them to give you paper and write the question. 
they will project some of the questions here. Will answer. And if you want them to give you mic, you want to openly start off and ask a question, you are allowed also. If you are not ashamed of your question, like I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. <laughs> Somebody is raising his hand here. Let's start. If you are coming for the first time, you will not understand. Please get all the men. I've said too many things. Even though I didn't get to half of what, but I've said too many things for several hours, for several ways. Amen. And I said from the beginning that the last week I will listen to people. Because in December we are moving from marriage to some other things. So, those who want to come for first service, anybody can come for first service, anybody can come for second service from December. Only in November I said singles should come for first service, married people should come for second service. So that order hands today. So from next week, if you like first service, if you like second service, anyone you like, choose. So it's not about singles or married again. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay, let me hear from you. Make it very brief Sorry. and direct. Absolutely. Yeah. First of all, is it possible for a guy to love a girl, a girl to love a guy? Everything seems beautiful and they are both um, intercept and say no. It's very possible. Okay, that's one. Number two, will of God. Is it subject to change when you say this is? If, if maybe this was the, some, then like this was the will of God. Okay, very powerful question. Actually, uh, let me also I, I will go back to the first one. Let me start with the second one. The will of God. The will of God depends on the will of man. If an angel appears to me and he tells me to go to Maiduguri and I say I'm not going, the angel will not carry me forcefully and take me there. If the angel says that God's will is for you to be pastor in Maiduguri, if I say Lord I'm not going, Jonah demonstrated that in the Bible. God told Jonah to go to Nineveh. He went to Tarshish. If you check the map of the Bible, Tarshish is the direct opposite of Nineveh. That is perfect disobedience. I love Jonah. <laughs> you know, he did not just, you know, some people, they, are, they, they, they deviate a little from God. Jonah did not deviate. He went the opposite. To show God that you see, I am not going. So, <laughs> when God sent the fish to swallow him and he vomited him at that, if he still didn't want to preach, he wouldn't preach. So, that is on the part of divine assignment. The same thing goes for relationship. Now, it is possible that you might have a knowing in your heart that this is the lady you are supposed to marry or this is the guy you are supposed to marry. But the consent and the will of that person is involved also. Now, if the person says no, even it's possible that maybe God has, really you were praying and you were right. You perceive that this is the person you are supposed to target along with for the rest of your life. But if the person says no, Everyone is angry and everyone is angry with the person. What God will do is that he will fashion someone else. Now, what I'm trying to say actually is that the will of God is not, God's game plan for your life does not depend on one individual. Otherwise, we are in trouble and we are all at the mercy of that individual. So it is possible truly that a guy and a girl, there might be a strong knowing that this is the guy that I'm supposed to marry. Maybe the guy is Sukomi, the lady is uh, Shade. Shade knows I'm supposed to marry Sukomi. But the Sukhumi loves Elin. He prays with Shade, but he's thinking Elin. And then he goes to Elin. God won't say that Shade, now that your Sukhumi has gone for Elin, you are in trouble. What shall we? <laughs> no. <laughs> so, you understand? So that's the way it is. The will of God, it is possible um, for that to happen. God will just start all over again, or he sends someone else. That's why he doesn't put his game on one person. Now, about the, the, the first one, also it is possible for a person to meet a lady, fall in love with the land. You both know you are ready for each other. You love each other deeply and God can say no. God can say no because he might see that there is danger ahead. That's why the Bible says, I trust in love with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, it will direct your path. But the Bible says there is a way that seems right unto a man. 
the two of us will think that getting along, this is the most wonderful possible. Our future is beautiful. But God is the only one that sees the end from the beginning. And the Holy Spirit, the Bible says, shall show you things to come. So if the Lord sees that ahead of time there's going to be a problem, and that it's better for you to marry two different people individually, it will intervene. Actually, when Christians pray, you give God an opportunity to direct your path. And many times we want to make a choice, but God will say no. So it's very possible. Amen. Hope I've answered your question. Alright, let's move on. Another person? Okay, do we have some there? Okay, one. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Some handwritings are wonderful, so when I have problems, you will help me. My question is on the issue of genotype. If only two people are if only two people are to marry and only sorry, can you hear me read this please? Thank you. It's an expert in reading people's CV, so <laughs> me, I read the Bible. <laughs> so, and you know, the Bible is straightforward. It's not written with hierarchy. Thank you. My question is on the issue of genotype. If only two people are to marry and only few, I just only few months to the wedding, they get to know that their genotype is not compatible. Should they go on with the wedding or go separately? Everything depends on the two of them. The first thing I will say is that don't deceive yourself and don't overestimate your faith. If you truly have faith, fine. I gave an example when I was talking. Now, Tedra and Casey, they, they are now in the bedroom. They were here. Casey was in the, medic, uh, in the media team. He, he was also in the medical team of the church because he said, Doctor, you know, Casey, I remember that the mom came to my house to tell me that, Pastor, you have to stop them. He said, Casey, and tell you that the Casey of the Casey is a of all people. He knows. He's a doctor. So he should know better. They are both A.S. And, and the mom went on and, and I said, Mommy, I said two things. Number one, these two people are too close. This is not a casual relationship. They were my genius in you and they started from school days. Casey couldn't talk. Kelechi couldn't talk without saying, tell you and I. Everything. One day in, in leaders meeting, I said, shut up. Say your opinion. Don't say tell you and I are saying that. If you want to talk to the rest of us in church, say, this is what I think. We don't, we don't want to know where that thinking is coming from. So, Tedju and I, we met yesterday. We now said that this is what I want to say. Don't, don't quote Tedju and I. Just say what you want to say. You understand? They were that close. And then I told the mom, secondly, if, if you come to me as a shepherd, all I just want to see, I want to see what your faith has produced in some other areas. We have a, a, a litmus test that we do usually. You know, Before David advanced towards Goliath, he first of all cited the father that killed the lion and the bear. If you cannot show us the lion and your beard, we will not allow you to fight Goliath. Is that okay? Are you with me? So what are the things that you have used faith for? If I see that your life has been, you have demonstrated some supernatural results, I won't get involved. It's between you and God. So in the case of Casey, I remember when he came to Lagos, he told me that pastor will not pay a dime for accommodation. And Unity Hospital gave him a three-bedroom flat for free. He told me from the beginning, before he got a job, he said, I won't look for accommodation. And I saw that every morning we pray in us about one hour. He wrote down some confessions. Later, somebody gave me a proper job. That's why they moved to Ibadan. It's life. He will sit down like this and pray as a doctor and produce the results. So I told the mom that this, it won't be a problem. That's why I went to Ibadan. They brought the two kids to come and see me. I think they are both A. So, their own, I had no problem giving my consent. I just said that, well, it still depends on the two of them. So genotype, it depends on you and the person. Sincerely speaking, with God, all things are possible, if you truly believe. But if you begin to exercise a little doubt, then marry where there's just move, so that you will not create problems for yourself. 
Now, if you did not know before, now you're falling in love. You are falling completely. If you are buried in love, not only for you know, so, <laughs> and now you are just knowing well. Uh, just stand from where you are falling. <laughs> Hallelujah! At least we fall down, we get up. <laughs> for a saint is just a sinner. Where you fall down, you get up. <laughs> Amen. So that that's all I'm going to say. But in all things, love supersedes all. Actually, it's the decision of the two people. It depends on them. That's all I can say. Amen. Pastor, please, you talk about a girl that is being followed by an evil spirit and she's not willing to let go of our wrong choices. How will one know if the prophecy is us or not? Because not everyone knows or if she's not. If you don't know, it's not you. Very direct. About three people came to see me after that, when that was, and I told them that it's not you. I know you are saying it's not you. What, I, what the Lord told me to see on Sunday was something on something very serious, some, something very powerful, actually. See, there's a difference between people calling you a witch and you being a witch. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> are you with me? Now, we don't get into all those stuffs of uh, magnifying the devil and doing all those things here, no. But see, we can also rule out the Father. Jesus took out seven demons from Mary Magdalene. That's what the Bible says. Oppressions. A Christian can be possessed by them, but a Christian can be oppressed by evil spirits. So oppressions are that. Some people have some dirty dreams and some other oppression. Oppression can. But the one that I mentioned by word of knowledge on Sunday, the person, and I saw the person knew. I mean, not not something. There might be more than two or three. When Lord said there's somebody, it might be two, might be three people. But some people came to me and I said that it's not you. I still pray for them. But I say it's not the word you are. It's not you. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Okay, so if you don't know, for instance, if you don't know whether you are called by God to be a pastor or you are not sure whether you are called or not, you are not called. Some things are very easy to. If you dream and you wake up, you don't remember the dream, forget about it. If God gives you a dream that will affect your life, you will remember when you wake up. It's impossible, even they don't waste their resources. Amen. And if the devil wants to attack you also through a dream, you will remember. Anyone that comes from the two of them, you will remember. <laughs> Let's leave that here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Okay, there's a brother there that wants to ask uh, a question. Yes, sir. This brother asks questions a lot, and I like it. Go on. <laughs> you said, uh, from what I can define for your messages. Yes, sir. You said, if uh, God gives you a guy up. Or gives a, 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 a guy a guy. A brother or a sister. A brother or a sister. Uh-huh. Uh, that uh, it will, it will always give uh, somebody that will enable you accomplish your assignment. Yes. But uh, God gave uh, Adam Eve because you said uh, Adam was lonely. Yes. And he realized that uh, Adam needed it. I know where you are going. Go and then Adam. He so she became a hindrance. Yeah, she was the one that you know sabotaged the assignment in a way. The message is correct. And again, I, your observation is correct also. And again, you said uh, God realized that Adam was lonely. Yes. And later, when he created Eve, he said he should replenish the earth. Does that mean that companionship comes first before that replenishment? To, you know, so, procreation. Yes, of course, companionship will come before multiplication or procreation, definitely. Mm-hmm. However, for the first one, <laughs> the, if, if, yes. Eve was created by God to assist to help Adam, and I thought about that. I was asleep. Yeah. So, but the sincere truth is that 
she was tempted by the serpents. And then, and this is the whole thing, part of what we shared. Eh? If you are truly engaged to the right woman, she is your crown. And she is a blessing to your life. However, remember I've said this before. Everything that is capable of doing good in life can also do evil. If they are wrongly approached. All of you press your clothes with electricity today. In the days of our forefathers when they were no electric, nobody died of being, but we've seen houses getting burnt and we've seen children and all those things getting, you know, so wrong side. And I've always used the best illustration. If you walk from here to Port Harcourt, it might take you days to get there. But as a man walking, you can't have a fatal accident. Except a very comes to knock the man down. But on his own, he cannot have a fatal accident. Now, a motorbike will get there faster. You can control motorbike to a large extent. A car will get there faster also. See, the man walking will get there very slowly. Aeroplane will get there maybe within 40, 45 minutes to Port Harcourt. But if something should go wrong, so aeroplane, the, the plane, the aeroplane solves the problem more. It gets you there in 45 minutes. But if something happens in the air, everybody goes down. But if something happens while you are walking, you can sit down. So I, the illustration says something. The more a thing can solve a problem, the bigger the problem the thing will cause if it has problem. Is that right? Are you with me? So that's your truth. In the days to jot and be writing things in your diary. You know, very to be writing, writing. Nowadays, you can quickly type. Some you can lift from internet and put it in a store on your computer. But if you had these crashes, that's the end. Or something. With tell if there are backup, it might be difficult. But you see, whatever you've written down, is there in paper forever. Anything that solves problems can also create a serious problem once you make a mistake. So, a woman is brought into your life to be a blessing to you. That can also be the reason why some men will not prosper. Some were doing well till they got married and they will start treating the woman unfairly and it will affect them. Some women will be okay in their life as single, university days, fantastic time. They will put over their head an idiot and they will sit on their destiny. A friend, a pastor told us, he went to report to immigration in America, report his wife, and lied. She came to Nigeria and he went to tell her so that she would not be able to return back to America. Why? She had a job paying money. Some people are crazy. And why some girls give themselves to idiot? I don't understand. Really. What is the big deal that your wife any more die? And she said, when they asked them to talk, she never misbehaved towards him once. From the day she got that job, it, it became threatening. Because some men love a woman they can control. And it's not their fault. It's the girls who are controlling that. You know, some, that's what some, some guys, guys will tell their lady, don't walk, don't walk, don't walk. When the guy begins to tell you don't walk, it's not, I'm not saying every guy is like that too. But some of those who tell their wives not to walk, they are putting her in the corner where when they start dealing with her, she will have no choice. How many women have I counseled? They are beating them to death, but they cannot leave because she has no income, no, nothing. Three kids, she doesn't know where to take them to, so she stays in the house until one day we kill her. The one that I said like, about some Sundays, that the security where they were living, the estate where they were living, 2 a.m. where the one, they broke the gate, broke the door with gun to rescue her from the man. He carried a knife, he stood on her throat on the ground. 
And the Swedish said, no, this is about security, it's not domestic anymore. They carried the man, pushed him against the wall, carried the woman out. She came to see me, she is back in the house. She went back. No income, no money, no nothing. Can you imagine she came to see me, she came with S-class base, and she did not have money for fuel. He has put her where he wants her to be. All thing I want to marry a wealthy man, man, marry man. But that's not today. Anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> praise the Lord. Any other? Let's go on. Pastor, how do I locate a prayerful wife today that most of our churches don't pray much any longer? Come to HOD. That's the answer. <laughs> so, we are praying there. And our women are praying. When we had prayer meetings, there were many young, many single ladies that were there. Our women are praying. So that one is very easy to answer. Just come and marry here. But then you yourself, are you prayerful? You know, you know everybody wants a good wife. If, if I tell this one good wife, everybody. But it's just that in life, you don't get what you want, you get what you are. Because even beggars that you see on the road, they want to be rich. But taking the necessary steps to achieve is the main issue. So, <laughs> are you a prayerful man? Say, I want a God-fearing woman. Are you a God-fearing man? I want you to say you want a God-fearing man. Are you a God-fearing woman? That's just the truth. So it begins with, you no, know, AP started that slogan. I don't know whether they are following it. It's not another thing. Chain begins with two. <laughs> are they demonstrating it? People are quiet. <laughs> anyway, so that, that, that's the truth. Everything should start with you, really. Um, so let's go on. How do I locate a prayerful woman? Become a prayerful man. You will, you will actually attract a prayerful woman if you are a prayerful man, really. Just start praying. Become a prayerful man. If you are a man of the world, you will attract a woman of the world. You always attract what is going on inside you, actually. That's the truth. Praise the Lord. Okay. If you we can still raise your hand if you have a question. Before we get into praying. Hallelujah. Please go over these messages that I've shared again. I can start another six topics today. But sometimes we have to pause. We say in February or in March, in March or April we'll continue again. And I'll go to some other things I've not said in these four weeks. There is much to say. But it will grieve me. Really. I won't share all this. All of it that have been around since the beginning of the month. To now go and make a wrong choice again. We won't rub it on your face. We won't say things we tell you. We will pray for you. But sincerely, it will grieve us to our bones. I won't listen to all these messages in the last four weeks. To still allow your, any other thing to fuel your decision making process. To consider some other things with outside God's perfect plan for your life. To go the way, to go against your own conscience in making selections. Because every time you know deep down inside that there's something wrong with this relationship, but you want to manage because of some material things or because of our beauty or whatever, you are going to get into trouble. And you know, so much is given, much is also required. So haven't listened to us. I just hope sincerely nobody will go the way of. Because I have shared diversely, I've been invited to places, and you find people will applaud, they will enjoy it. But then, I, I'm sorry, the ladies in particular, they still walk out there and still go and get, get into the hands of the wrong guy, and then they disappear into oblivion after a while, you know. When we're investing about there were many who could sing, who could do many wonderful things for God, and we are not hearing of them again in legal marriages. I mean, 
and there are many professionals. I, I told you one thing also that why is it that um, in most medical schools, late, uh, at least the one I was familiar with, with um, even Dr. Ebele said it was a lady that was the best student, right, Duni? She's still our friend in America. She is doing well. Almost, every, you know, from times in many medical schools, see ladies becoming the best students of the year. But they are never the best doctors in town. Fifty years after that, the best surgeons, all of them are men. Most of them. The one you get to see women more in pediatrics, most pediatricians, and you know, because of the motherly stuff in them. But by the time it's time, so what happened to those best students, best medical students? How come men are now the surgeons and everything? I can tell you that so many of their marriage. It has a way of affecting, especially a woman, it will affect everything about you once it is wrongly approached. That's why it is better to stay on your own than to get into the wrong one. But what I dealt to the word, if your motive is impure, you are going to get into trouble. If you don't deal with your motive first, if you are looking for something, you know, if you are still competitive, you want to outshine your friends, you want them to come on your wedding day and they will take. Take what? All those ungodly attitudes that shouldn't be part of a Christian. That is why some people will not have money. They will finish wedding, finish wedding. You, you have three million, four million spent on your wedding, and you do have a furniture in your house. They should give you a knock on your head. Of those who come and eat rice when you won't see them again after your wedding, they don't care about how you do with your husband. Some people got married, about two people got married in this church. They only had 50 people in their wedding. They said that was the number they wanted. Tyro is not here. The end of our drama unit, they had 20 people. 20. They have to even invite me special. 20 people to attend. And his parents are not poor. That is their decision. People do as if they would die. If all this. If you have money to buy any kind of gun, fine. If you don't have sufficient money, rent one. Men can wear their suit years after. You can't wear your own after that day again. So you want to spend 350000 on what you wear once and never wear again. All because, okay, so if you wear a rented one, you will die. But if you are boxed up, no problem. But what pains me, people that are managing, struggling, and you are renting a hall of 1.5 million naira, and you are struggling, you don't have a car, and you are dropping 1.5 for all. Isn't this funny? Ah, God help some people. <laughs> I don't understand. Praise the Lord. You tell people, instead of giving them a review of 100k each, tell them to bring 50-50. Send it to your accounts. Don't, don't see. <laughs> Hallelujah. Just, I'm just saying, just avoid all these unnecessary things. Some people, the crisis in their marriage will start from, and let me say this to all the young people, I'm sure you are enemy. me. Oh, are you a pastor? Is that? Ah, you are welcome, sir. I'm so glad to see you again. Thank you, sir. He said, dear man, I go from America, you are welcome. Can we, can we appreciate, can we appreciate him, please? Pastor, Lord. thank you, sir. Amen. Are, are you following me? Don't, don't. <laughs> Things that are not important are not important. That's the truth. Don't be under pressure. Don't let anybody push you into anything. This is, this is, concentrate. Give your attention to what is really important and leave other things out. You are not, you, it's not about showing your friends and let people come around and applaud you for your uh, wedding ceremony. That's not the marriage. What about the marriage itself? And in all this I'm saying that if you can afford you have, you have a no problem. But if you know that you are trying to break your neck because you want to do something, don't, don't let people put on new expectations on you and everything. Just don't let that happen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Okay. 
I'll take two, two or three more before we close. Okay, so my question is, um, can you please talk a bit about how to handle yourself as a single person while waiting to get married? Okay. And also, in line with, there's a scripture that says it sets the solitary in families. Yeah. So, um, to expand that a bit. Then also, the last one is how to handle, while you're waiting, how to handle sexual pressure as a single person. Okay, I will only try and answer the last one. The first one is a message on its own. If I look like the topic of a message, <laughs> maybe what to do, I wait. It. You understand? So I, I don't want to go into it because I have a few minutes. Uh, yeah, really, when you're on your own, like if you are above 20, you are 25, you can't deny the fact that you have hormones and you have chemistry and all those things. And I also want to say that, you see, as those are the things I, I, wanted, I, I would have loved to get to eventually. But when we do another... It is very easy for, if you look at everybody seated there and people all over the world, people are not wired up sexually the same way. There are those who are very, very um, strong sexually. And they say that the drive is there and is very strong. Now, because among people that are married, there are couples, some have sex more regularly than some other people. And then in some marriages, it is a woman that wants more sex. All these things I've dealt with individually. In some cases, it is a man. And in some cases, it's the two of them. And when it's the two of them, it's very good stuff. <laughs> you know? So, but in some cases, so I've seen women complaining. He comes home and he says he's tired every now and then, every now and then. And I've also heard the same thing from a man. Anytime one wants to have sex, she says no and all those things. So, um, from, before, from before getting into marriage, you can actually, because... As a believer, we are not supposed to have sex before marriage. So, but inside you, these things are there. I said that to say, among the singles waiting, somebody with a very low drive in that sense might not seriously have a problem with what you are saying. And easily, they can begin to criticize somebody who has a problem in that area. But it doesn't make him or her better. It's just that that is not the area of... Do you understand what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. Because there are guys, even after they get married, the wife, we have to beg them to have sex with her. And I've dealt with issues like this before. I mean, somebody told me that for six months, the husband, has, and it's not impotent. Six months. How do you explain that? Until she got angry, and then he managed to do it. And he did it well. And waited again. He would just be watching TV and... One of our pastor friends dealt with one issue also. And this, this side was the woman. After the second one, she said the purpose of sex. She said, I, I think it's just to have a child now. Now we have two children. And the husband had to move to guest room. He said, at least if I don't see you removing your clothes before me, the temptation will be reduced. Because she will come home, she will start undressing before they have been talking about what happened in the office. And the guy wasn't hearing what happened in the office. He was... <laughs> And then he would hold that she would say that ah, what is it? What is it? Now can somebody have peace in his own room? When the pastor called, when the pastor called him, <laughs> you know, <laughs> called the two of them, and the guy got angry. So when the pastor called the two of them, and the pastor was telling that she was looking at the pastor, she was surprised. That are you saying that I shall allow him to have sex with me every week? The man was like, are you saying every week? Did you every week or every day? She was, she was, and she couldn't hide that. She was just wondering that you mean, ah, is that what marriage is all about every week? And she was actually, she was saying those things innocently. She just didn't know. 
So the pastor had to explain to her. So, um, for people on this side, the side of regularly there is this energy and they are not married. It's still the same thing. The word of God, discipline and pray. Now, Paul acknowledged this thing and he said that if a person can't hold it, marry. So it must have been that Paul observed some men. Even though himself was not married, it was not an issue with him. And he said, every man has his own gifts. So he said, I'm not saying it should be like me. He said, I wish. He said, but I'm not going to put that pressure on you. I can take it. He said, but if you can't hold it, marry. So that, mean, that, so that means Paul acknowledged in his time that there were men in the church who the energy was getting too much. And he told them that he said, just marry. Amen. So, um, discipline prayer and they should also pray for it to happen fast to make the right person and to marry. That's way up. Amen. But till then, discipline and prayer, really. They force to rule. And that's why I say it's a message of, I can use several steps actually, but one of the major things, if you notice that you are the type that the fire is always burning inside and the fire is strong, don't get close to opposite sex. Now, it is for men, it's direct. You respond to what you see. And then, closeness will heighten this fire. It will go high. Or it might explode. So it is better, in, in most cases, it's better not to have any close relationship with opposite sex until you are ready to marry. Very, very important. Them coming to you, coming to stay with you, and all those things, you have to be very careful. As in, Staying the game together. I mean, I'm not saying living with. I'm saying that one or two hours alone together in the room can trigger something. Again, opposite says alone and all those things. Now they will look like the laws and all those, but they are important because they will guide you. The rules that you set up for yourself to create a bit of gap, they will help you. They will help your flesh from getting to all these things, which is very important. If they lock a man up in a prison, no matter how much he wants to have sex, he cannot. It's locked up. So that means we are limited to what we see and what we can touch. So the opportunity for such to happen should be eliminated. When we do that, it will help us. Amen. But the moment we start getting close to a lady, going to a house, hugging and the rest, and you are the type that you are strong in that area, it will be difficult for you to control what will happen afterward. And the same thing goes for a woman also. Try and create a gap and everything and be sure that she's not too close to a guy and everything until the time that she, she has met the right person and she's willing to get married. Hope that's okay. The last one, if my colleague at work is hitting on me, even after she knows that I have a girlfriend, is it compulsory I mention it to my girlfriend, or is it okay if I don't? That word compulsory, no. It depends on who your girlfriend is. If you tell some girls you are in trouble, I hope you understand what I'm saying. If your heart is not being, you are not, you... It is normal for people to make advances to what this happens to me every now and then when I'm in the plane or I go to places. Every now and then. So one day I went to one, one place where uh, they sell suits not too far from here. So when I know I don't wear wedding rings. So when I came in, I lost it a long time ago and I decided it has not stopped. I mean, wedding ring doesn't stop anything nowadays. From the day a lady told me that I love married men, they are more responsible than those idiots. That was what she said, those boys. He said because they are conscious of family. Ah. When my wedding is gone, I said, you see, let's see, it changes nothing. She told me. Now, this lady came, as soon as I entered the plan, she was attending to me. Oh, come, sir, come and do this. And, so deliberately, 
I just said, I don't have a session for ladies that I would like my wife to come. When I mentioned the word wife, accounting has fell. She went to sit down. She, she didn't attend to me till I left. Someone else came. And I've seen that in many places. The last time I went to pray two weeks ago, somewhere outside Lagos, the hotel where I was, I have one ATM card that my wife made. Maybe she made it for her own security, I don't know. Because she put the whole family picture on the ATM card. <laughs> so every time I bring out that ATM card, myself, myself and two kids, our picture there is on the ATM. So, <laughs> so maybe she must have been taking you know, you know. <laughs> I believe <laughs> you know some women are very intelligent now she says she that, no, she, you know she's a, she, 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 she's a manager of him, so I believe she used her influence to do the ITF at least he husband will give money to a woman <laughs> to come from that country. of course she can trust me absolutely that just but the thing is so when I brought the lady was talking to me she was sounding so she must have looked at the fact this guy is alone, you know. When I brought out that ATM, honestly, accounting, everything changed. She went official image. She just reverted by Zoom. She was like, okay, sir. So, here's the receipt and everything. But initially, she was like, I was like, oh, Lord, thank you for this kind of ATM. They help. Now, do you tell the person or not? It depends. I'll close with this story and then I've said it before. It depends. I told her of this lady, she came to see me, and when she gave me the wedding night, she told me that she used to be in one church like that, and there was something going on between herself and the pastor. Actually, they were getting intimate, and they started sleeping together, you know, in that sense, and it happened just, the guy was already getting close to her to ask her out, but she had not said yes. Then she got over it, she left that church and moved, and then she said yes to this guy. Then she was asking me when she came to give me a wedding uh, with her. Pastor, do you think I should tell him? So I took a straw. I was thinking, I was praying. Normally, the way I structure my messages, I, 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 would have most, I would have easily said, okay, tell him, please. But for some reason, I started feeling my spirit that no. I said, pray about it. That uh, so for some I don't think you should talk about it. I said, if, it, if, if this thing happened when you were already dating, you must tell him. But it happened before you started dating. You told her you've had a past before, but maybe you should not. Thank God she didn't tell the guy. I have never met any man as insecure as this guy. The reason why that lady is not in that church, in this church, is because of that guy. It's because of me and the girl. She brought him to my house. We talked a little. He was so happy with the way I was sharing the word with the boy. He made sure that a gap was created between me and the lady. I told like he has done the same thing with every man in her life. I told you she went to Abuja. She she was she went for a conference. She's a top professional. Went for a conference in Abuja. And people came from all over the nation and some other foreigners came for the same conference. When they landed from Lagos at the airport, a colleague of there, somebody that used to toast her in school, but she never said yes to the guy. But this her husband used to know the guy. The guy landed at the airport at the center from South Africa. And they greeted each other. And they took a group photograph. All the people from our old school, about 24 people, formed a group and took a picture together. And she went to a hotel room. Some months later, the husband was going to her father and saw that picture. They said, took the picture, went to her father's house and said, and see, the day she went to Abuja, she went to meet this guy. When the father called her, and she went to Abuja to meet her, she didn't know where she said, I don't understand what you are saying, sir. So when the father showed her the picture, she was mad. 
Even the father told the guy that this is a group photograph. I don't foresee any. If she had told that kind of guy, ah, he will be bringing God to church. Every pastor <laughs> just be shooting them. That's what I said. <laughs> And now they are living clean and everything. She's still trying to help him to get out of that. She, he wants to, where are you? Where is you? And honestly speaking, she met me at the time they were already dating. If not, I would have told her that lady, even though I get careful getting involved, I would say that lady, watch. I'm not God. I don't tell people what to do or what not to do. But I can advise you that please look before you leap. A guy that's always looking through your phone and everything. And for a, if you don't trust somebody, don't marry the person. Why are you policing somebody around? Some girls or your boyfriend sits down, you are checking his phone, checking everything, but what is wrong with you? Do you really think you can cage a man that wants to cheat? Somebody here in our bank, when they left, told me of people in the same bank having sex after work in the office. One of them married women, a married woman with about two or three kids. Inside the office after, and the husband will come and pick her later in the evening. But before coming, they have helped him out. And this is how some people are living. And every time they, all the other staff will be looking at the husband like this. Moron, you soon come again. I come and pack. So can you really, really police a person? So you want to, you are checking. Everything you are checking. Checking everything. And either search it, find it. You will look till you will see something. Amen. That's why, why don't you marry someone that you can absolutely trust? Trust is a strong thing. If your confidence in somebody is a little limpy person, it's not what you can cope with. You can't cope with somebody you don't trust. It's the, you can't manage somebody that you don't trust. You cannot. Let me tell you the truth. Even now, it's a two-way thing. Most likely you are right. It will do something funny. So I say, so no, why do you want, why, why, why does you want to go ahead? Now, the other side of it is that it might be an innocent, maybe it's an innocent person. You are just, if you police him long enough, you will start getting on his nerves and that will destroy the marriage. There is nothing as painful as a man who is not doing anything to harm you but you keep suspecting him of one. That's frustration. He's coming back, himself and his friends, they met somebody's house talking about maybe a project they want to do. He comes back at 10 o'clock. You are, you are accusing him of all sorts. He's with his friends. Every 20 minutes you are calling his phone. Where are you? Where, where are you? And everything. It gets to a point. No matter how kind the man is, he can't take it anymore. I wonder if you can push him into the real acts. Are you, are you with me? Praise the Lord. Uh, a casual worker in his office, he says hi to the person. You start reading many sweets. You go for a party, saying hi to somebody, you are getting angry. If I, why, should they, why should you live that kind of life? Amen. So trust is a very strong thing. If you don't trust... If you don't trust your girlfriend, also leave her alone. She's not your woman. Let her marry a guy that can trust, that can trust her. Leave her for the one that can trust her. That means you are not the husband. And you are not the wife. Is that okay? Praise the Lord. Oh, let's rise. I'm going to plead with everybody again. You know, today, we didn't do a teaching just to answer some questions. Check all the scriptures we went through from Jesus, Matthew 19, to... Um, all other examples that we gave to Ephesians, to New Testament, to Paul, to Jesus, to Moses. We dealt with all these things in the space of three weeks, both for singles and married. Please, get these messages and listen to them over and over again. They will help you. Hallelujah. Lift up hands and just worship Him.
I will talk more to the married people second. So, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. See, this morning we started praying for all the families here. Now I'm talking to single people. The Spirit of God will guide you in your decision making. The one prayer we prayed for everybody is what I want to emphasize in prayer again. That in the name of Jesus Christ, since it is God that works in you both to will and to do. Many people know what is right, but to do it is a problem. May you receive strength by the Spirit of God. May you be strengthened with might in your inner man by the Holy Ghost to be able not to only know what is right, but to do what is right. In the name of Jesus Christ. I pray for every man and woman to be empowered by the Spirit of God to make the right decision and to do the right things in the name of Jesus Christ. Those who are on the wrong path, I pray for courage to return back. In the name of Jesus, strength to say enough. Strength to say no. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We give you praise. I also pray for all the guys that are here who are really following the Lord. But somehow, financially, you are down. You know you are about the age of getting married, but things are not just right and it's affecting you. I pray for the blessing of the Lord to manifest in all areas of your life. In the name of Jesus, I pray that you be lifted in the name of Jesus Christ. Let doors of opportunity be open to you. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Oh, we bless your name. We worship you. We give you praise. Hallelujah. I don't know why the Spirit of God wants me to give this example. You know, I believe that maybe he wants to uh, replicate some, something like that in someone's life. One of our friends, the same thing was dating. This, it was actually fast becoming an issue. He didn't have a job. He tried and definitely with two and everything was just like that. And the parents of the girl started talking. You know, is this guy you want to marry? He still stayed with his parents and everything. He gathered his friends together and they started praying. He said, Lord, you know I'm not lazy. What things are not just happening? He, had, he once wrote a book. Somebody just saw the book and invited him and speak to people based on what he wrote on that book. And they gave him five million naira. And everything changed. When they gave him the check, as he was coming out of the place, he was planning the wedding. Because he just an apartment, got a car, and then the remaining money, he was able to put in a position to now start spreading. And now, he's earning big from the same writing stuff. Because he went to God in prayer, that I love this woman, she loves me, but truly we can't marry on zero. And the family people are complaining, what's going to happen? And the Lord heard and intervened. So sometimes some guys are like that. But today, grace is on you. Amen. God will also open doors for you. Amen. Your work, the works of your hand, they are blessed. Amen. You are a blessed man yourself. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. amen. Hallelujah. Can somebody shout a loud amen? amen? Thank you for listening to the teaching of Pastor Shola Oshomakinde. We believe you have been blessed. Worship with us at David's Court, number 25 Mojidi Street, off Towing Street, Ikeja, Lagos. On Sundays, our first service starts by 8 a.m. and our second service by 10 a.m. While our midweek service starts by 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go and do great things. God bless you.